I'm Brad. I'm Justin. And I'm the Cinemaiden. We're just three friends, socially distanced around the world, chatting movies. We are the Cinema Guys. Welcome to the show. Hey, welcome to another episode of The Cinema Guys. This is your first time in. We love having you here. Love it. Just love it. Love it. And if you're returning for another episode, welcome back. Welcome so, back. This week we will be talking the new Bill and Ted excellent adventure. Bill and Ted face the music. Face the music. It's been Almost thirty years since the last movie came out. Yeah, Had a little uh, little time between films. The technology has gotten better at least. <laughs> a little bit, and we're gonna play some cinephile this week. Mm. That sounds so dirty. <laughs> you know, doesn't it? <laughs> and then we'll end with at home recommendations. All right, before we jump into a game of cinephile. Justin, you know what we don't get to do this year? What do we not get to do this year? We don't get to go to the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Oh, and that makes me so sad. Oh, but in lieu of that, <laughs> there's going to be the Quarren Con going on Ooh. October 16th and 17th. Oh. Do I just log in and watch? You log in and watch. Ooh. Which the Cinema Guys and our friends, the History of Bad Ideas podcast, we will be hosting the entire event. Well, that's exciting. I'm all in. We're going to have a bunch of comic creators, filmmakers, all kinds of people. I actually go for the free giveaways. So I'm hoping we will have will free giveaways. Lots of free giveaways. Yes. Cuz that's what I like. I like filling my bag of swag. You can follow us online or if you go to wearethecinemaguys.com/live, that's where I, we will keep it up to date when we announce who's going to be joining us online and the schedule and everything else. Let's play Blame It on the Game. We've done this once before. This is the second time we've done it on the show. I own this game now. Are we going to play three rounds? Is that what we're going to do? Yes. And to the winner, what's the winner get? What's the winner get? Respect. No, no, that's not good. No, that's Something not better. That's, that's all, not useful. That's all I want. That's why I want to win. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that Brad wants. It has to be something we can give. <laughs> yeah. How about cash? That's not able to be given. <laughs> um, let's do whoever wins, the other two have to do a drawing with their finger on their phone and send it to them in a text, and it has to be something encouraging and nice. That's what you get. Okay. <laughs> How about that? That's nice. Yeah, I like that. All right. An encouraging drawing sent from your cinema. An encouraging drawing sent from the cinefolk. Your cinefolk. All right. So the the first round, what was the first round we're doing? Name more films from an actor's resume than your opponent's. So you show the actor. Yes. And then we'll start with Ashley goes first, then me, then Brad, and go around. And if you can't think of one, you're out. Okay, I'll go first because I'm the least good at this. <laughs> I was about to say first is the glory position in this. Oh, the, it's a glo- hard one. the glory position. <laughs> the right, glory ready? position. Who's the actor? The actor, Ashley, on round one is Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. All right, go. Who is that? 
Um, <laughs> Ashley is already out. He's the coach in Hoosiers. You can use that one. I don't even know what that is. Coach in Hoosiers. Hoosiers. Just say, well, it's just called Hoosiers, right? I will go with the French Connection. Ooh, the French Connection. I will go with. It just like left my mind. Oh, Brad's out. No, he gets a second. Crimson Tide. Oh, yeah. All right, Ashley, what do you got? Nothing. I don't even know who this person is. I'm going to go with Superman 1. I'm going to go with Superman 2. I'm going to go with... He was in all four. What is Superman 3? Yeah. Then I'll go Superman 4. Okay. And then I'll be out. (laughs) Um, No, there's there's a ton more. In my head, I I keep thinking of one, and I can't think of which one I'm thinking of. Oh, I'll go with Unforgiven. Oh, dang it. That's what I was going to say next. He hasn't acted in so long that it's like one of those... I know, but he would be really disappointed in... I know. Because he's got a lot, a huge resume. I got one more stored right now. All right, hit me with one more, and then you you beat me. Uh, The Quick and the Dead. Oh, yes. DiCaprio and Yes, that was a good one. All right, Justin, you took round one. Yeah! Did you guys guys say Superman? Yeah. We said all four of them. Did you not listen to us say all four of them in a round? The Royal Tenenbaums? Ooh, right. I didn't even think of Royal Tenenbaums. Mooseport? I remember Mooseport, actually, with Ray Romano. He's in a couple, like, mafia films, I The think. Replacements with Keanu? Oh. All right, what's the next one? Give us another one. Let's go. Doing a different round uh, for the second round. We can do the round. one where we go, you take the actor, so he'll show you an actor, Ashley, and then you have to say a movie, movie. that that actor is in, then I have to say an actor from that movie. And, you and then a movie. I like that one. Movie. That one's easier for me, I, th- I think. I hope. I shouldn't say that. All right. Number two, Cinemaiden. let's do it. Your actor you get to start with is Lawrence Fishburne. Matrix. The Matrix. I'm going to go with Carrie Ann Moss. <laughs> what the hell else has she been in? I'm going to go with Red Planet. Ooh. One of the Batmans was in this movie. Val Kilmer. Yeah. Good job. Thanks. I'm going to go with The Saint. Ooh, The Saint. I think that's his last like good movie. Elizabeth Shue. I don't know who the hell that is. <laughs> Oh, adventures of adventures in babysitting. <laughs> oh crap, that's a hard one. Oh no, um, you know who was in that movie it was uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. He was Thor. Vincent D'Onofrio. I am going to go the cell. Ooh, way to bring it full circle. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez. I'm going to go with Made in Manhattan. I'm going to go with Ray Fiennes. English Patient. English Patient. Oh, oh man. you went with that one and not Harry Potter. I you go. He's Voldemort. Yeah, but. Oh, I, I, I think that's the, the one I think of. Because I, I don't think that he's um, Voldemort. I don't see his face crap. very often. I don't know who else was in the English Patient. I think you'd win with that one because I don't know who else was in the English Patient. That one actress. Uh, a brunette. I can picture her <laughs> that face. That one actress. I have never seen the movie. Really? It's really good. I got a point. Ashley has a point. How? I don't know how. I'm terrible at this game. If you win this next one, Brad, we have to play a tiebreaker round. All right. Which uh, which game were we playing last? We're gonna do six degrees. You gotta, you gotta do it in six degrees or less. Uh, don't you pick up two cards and you have to link yes. those? And you have to link oh, yeah, those yeah, two. Yeah, six okay. or less. Our first actor or actress is Sigourney Weaver. Who's Sigourney that? Sigourney Weaver. You don't know who Sigourney Weaver is? I'm terrible with names, guys. I'm not aliens, good with names. Aliens. No idea. Ghostbusters. Really, really aliens. Can I look up at her face? Yeah, but these drawings suck. These are like horrible drawings. And the, se- yeah. and oh, okay. the second one. Oh, Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell. Kurt Russell. I can do it in two. So I went Sigourney Weaver to Alan Rickman in Galaxy Quest. Okay. Oh, yeah. Alan Rickman to Tom Selleck in Quigley Down Under. Ooh. Wow. Tom Selleck to 
the mustache guy, uh, you know, the dude. Um, Sam Elliott? Sam Elliott and the Sackets and then Sam Elliott to Kurt Russell in Tombstone. I went Sigourney Weaver and Bill Paxton in Aliens. Bill Paxton and Kurt Russell in Tombstone. And then, hold on, Bill Paxton the what? To Kurt Russell in Tombstone. Oh, yeah. So it is a tiebreaker we have to have. <laughs> All right, last one. Let's do actor movie. Your actor is Al Pacino. It's The Godfather, right? <laughs> I've never actually seen The Godfather. I'll go with Robert Duvall. Open range. Well, f*** you. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard of that movie. Come on, Ash, you're going to give Brad the point here? <laughs> You can give him the point because you can't think of him <laughs> of Kevin Costner. Who the f- is that guy? <laughs> Which guy? Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall, the old man from Days of Thunder. Oh, okay. The I, Apostle. I can give you another one. It'll make it easier for you if you want. No, this is not going to make it easier. Gone in sixty Go- seconds. Yeah, that's why I was going to. Gone in sixty seconds. Gone in like sixty seconds. Keanu Reeves. No, <laughs> but that was Mike Keanu. You are correct. You did identify Mike Keanu. I just. I don't know. It was supposed to be a Nicholas Cage. It was supposed to be a Nicholas Cage. Oh. All right, Brad wins. He gets encouraging. Uh, I don't want to get sent Brad encouraging. Encouraging <laughs> drawings. It's better be a drawing. All I wanted was respect. <laughs> you get drawings. Become a patron of the show. Yes. Patreon. And you get all sorts of benefits. Like yeah. you like can what? give us a top this idea. Mm-hmm. Top this. You get to be the first one to hear the bonus episodes. Before anybody else. Yeah. And you can p- come on the show and play Cinephile with Ooh. us. If you become a top tier patron, you get to pick the entire episode for us. Just go to patreon.com slash the cinema guys. Cinema guys. Let's get excellent. It's time oh, to talk. Wow. It's time to talk. Bill and Ted face the music. 25 years ago, you played a concert in front of the entire world. One month ago, you played in Barso, California for 40 people, most of whom were there for $2 taco night. Bill and Ted, what have you got to say for yourselves? Be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. All right, what did you guys give it on the ratings? I'll start. I've I've watched the movie twice already. Oh my gosh! I know. I Jeff, Brad has twice. a problem. So Brad has annoying. a problem. I need to watch this again because I probably missed something the first time. No, it's so I, deep. It's so deep. Yeah. You know, it's, no, I really really enjoyed this movie a lot. Like I, it did you three and a half stars. I gave it a four. Oh, you must have changed what the it. F- I did a change four? it. I gave it a four. So I gave it a very, very generous two. I gave it a very, a very, very, very generous, very, very generous one. Are you two. serious? Yeah, I thought it was the most boring, wow. boring, boring thing I've ever had to sit through. It wasn't funny. It didn't make me laugh. None of the callback jokes I thought were good. And the story was so boring. There were a couple highlights, which we'll talk about in a second. But Wow. I my kids were like, yeah, what? We loved the first two. This is, they were like, what is this? I'm like, I don't know. I think they're trying to be see. Funny. And to me, it it captured the first two perfectly for me. Oh, no, not at all. What did, <laughs> what did you give it? I gave it a three because three. I don't remember one and two at all. 
<laughs> what? So you went into this thinking, this is a fresh take on <laughs> two guys and their lives and time travel? I, had, wow. I have no idea. Evil robots from the future? Great. I have no idea what happened in number two. I can barely remember what happened in number one. So I was like, oh, it's not that bad. Okay. Wow. So I gave it a three. Yeah, I wish I would have saw it like that because I probably would have still thought the same, but uh, <laughs> maybe liked it a little more. I, I mean, it was an easy thing to have on. I wasn't paying attention to it while I was watching it. So maybe if yeah. I had, I was cleaning around my apartment. Like it was something yeah, nice to have know, on the that's background. That's probably a good idea. Next time I should just be doing something else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. That's... So, so I, two, you really didn't like it. I did like not it. have high expectations. I, I knew it was going to be silly. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's not, I'm not planning I mean, it's on it Bill being and Ted. Good. You, you kind of know what you're going to get. But I was planning on it being entertaining. I thought it was very um, entertaining. What? So I have a theory on the entertainment value. So a okay. friend of ours was like, oh, man, I really liked it. And there's one spot I geeked out over, and I knew what spot, which is when Dave Grohl makes his cameo. Yeah, that was pretty good. And my friend loves Dave Grohl, like loves him. I was like, oh, and my friend's also a big music person, which I am not. I like okay. music, but I'm not like a huge music person. So I think if you liked music more, you might have thought this was better. I mean, I, I like music just fine. So I thought... The callback jokes weren't funny. You didn't I think thought, death was hilarious? No, someone else did too. Like, oh, death was funny. I I actually hated that character in Bogus Journey also. So yeah, I've see, never cared for that character. I mean, it was okay, but nothing was like worth And by the time you get to death, I'm like bored out of my mind. I thought the the characters that they pulled out of history could have been way more creative than just... I mean, Bach was cool, or Beethoven was cool, and... Um, it was Mozart. and uh, Or whoever it was. They that took was, Beethoven in the first place. That was cool, and um, the trumpet guy was they cool. Took, yeah, they took uh, Louis, Louis, Armstrong. Ar- Louis Armstrong, Jimi Hendrix. I thought Jimmy Louis Armstrong was cool, but outside of that, and Hendrix, those three, I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. And then they went and got these, the rando drummer. It's not a real person. I, I think that was um, more of like a, a funny, hey, we're going to get a caveman, because the caveman... Right, but stuff. like, I don't know. I feel like they could have been real, a lot more creative with that. And I just was bored. The whole time I was like bored. I was like, this is And you didn't, really uh, you didn't think Dennis the robot was funny? Yeah, I slightly. I didn't think that was funny at all, actually. Really? I thought that was the least funny part. very hilarious. The daughters. I like the fact that they chose to have daughters. Yes. Chose to have daughters instead of sons. And they made them cool as hell and super smart. So yes, yeah. I loved, that was the best part. And the girl who played Ted nailed it she nailed a early keanu uh, reeves being Ted, mm. yeah. She, like yeah, yeah. I, I love margot robbie i don't think she really did a great I mean samara samara i was like margot oh, robbie's not Weedon? in that yeah i thought it was margot robbie no interesting that's so funny the whole time i was like oh that's margot robbie no interesting <laughs> no, anyway, i thought she was fine but i don't think she nailed like bill preston but the the other girl she really and but the thing is and not not that it matters but like I don't try to solve movies, but like from the very first second, I was like, oh, it's going to be them. They're going to be the ones who wrote the song. Well, like, I mean, that was like overly clear when they said their names. I was like, oh, they have the same names. Oh, it's going to be them who write the song. Well, the, their their kids were in the last movie. They called them Little Bill, Little Ted. Right. In the, in the previous right, right. movie. Yeah. Regardless, this movie, I was like, yep, this is super obvious. They're going to write this song. I mean, it's a Bill and Ted movie. It's not like it's going to be a deep, you're going to like, I yeah, got to figure again, this out. I wasn't looking for deep. I was just looking for entertainment. And I did not entertain. I was like, could not wait for it to be over. I was like, please. I'm glad it was only an hour and a half. I was like, please be over. This is, and then Keanu just didn't look good, and I, I think that was intentional. I think he wasn't supposed to look like he's done well in life, but like he did not look his John Wick fittest. He mm-hmm. looked pretty. 
And you could tell Bill, whoever that actor is, the only thing I Alex Winter. I only know him from Lost Boys and that like I feel like this was like a big chance for him and he really sold the role and Keanu I feel like was called like phoning it in. Sure, I'll I'll be a Ted-ish mm. kind of character. Mm. He didn't really nail his old Ted, mm. but that other guy nailed his old Bill. I was like, yep, that's basically <laughs> who he was. He had the voice ready and he acted just like him, but Keanu was like a fraction of the animated Ted from Excellent Adventure. I also did not like the um, the wives' story of like them going yes. through time. That was it stupid. It didn't make any sense. It didn't make sense at all. It would have made sense if they actually followed some of their story to find yeah. out what they're doing, but yeah. you don't really know. They fill it in with um, exposition. Oh, we'll tell you everything they did because we're not going to see it. The other interesting thing about the wives is I saw those two actresses because literally every other person in the film was the same person from the original ones. And I was like, why didn't they get the... I was like, those weren't the women who were yeah, the Yeah, they weren't the same actors. I went and looked, and I, <laughs> I bet it's because those women have not aged great. Yeah. Because <laughs> I looked on IMDb, I was like, they did not want these women. They yeah. look old. And they want people who look young. And hot. Not, they, o- older, they, but, but still but kind of Bill young. But Bill and Ted yeah. can look old. Yeah. But the women cannot. Which, which I thought was I super thought was messed up. Yeah. Because those women are wildly too young for those men. Yes. Because they were about the same age in the original films. Yeah. I mean, Bill and Ted were still in high school. They definitely weren't younger than high school age. The princesses. They'd be my dad. Yeah. And those women are like mid-30s. Let's give them a 12, a solid 12. <laughs> That's still only four years younger. But And see, it, for me, this movie, uh, I was completely opposite to you. I from From the very, very beginning... With the whole Missy marrying Deacon joke. That was good. I liked it. And they're trying to get the song. Like, I was fully invested, fully in. I had, like, the, you know, nostalgic seeing them together. I loved their daughters. I thought they were awesome. I liked their little side story of picking up musicians. And while they're trying to do their own kind of going through time with seeing different versions of themselves, which I found that very, very funny. Like, I thought the movie was hilarious. I laughed the entire time, and I thought the movie had a lot of heart towards the end. heart? Yes. I didn't see a lot of heart. Because ultimately, they're they're trying to... They're the ones that are supposed to bring the world together and ends up being their daughters, and they realize it, and they realize, you know, we're just getting old, and it's them that's doing this. But I guess there's no irony within the film if you know it from the beginning, it's going to be their daughters. If it was like a surprise, then I would have been like, oh, there's a little surprise there. Also, but I was like, oh, yeah. Bill and Ted would not be playing guitar better than Jimi Hendrix. Just saying. And they explained a way, that they just ended it to like, okay, how are we going to do this? Now we, oh, here, we can get music to everyone. And I was like, oh. Yeah, how the hell would that work? <laughs> it doesn't. None of the times, none of it made well, sense, anyways. But you, you, I, I just suspend the belief. Bill and Ted movies. Yes. You can't, you yeah. can't try to figure out yeah, their no, time I just travel because it, it's fine. <laughs> um, I love the Dave Grohl part. I yeah, that was funny. I like that Dave house. was there. There was yeah. a lot of cameos, a lot. Uh, yeah, a lot. Well, every, I think everyone would want to be in it. That makes sense. I liked that. I like cameos. Mm, yeah, yeah. I loved Jillian Bell as the the psychiatrist. Oh. I thought oh, yeah, she, she was really. I also funny. loved Kid Cudi in it. That was fun. Oh, yes. so I don't, that's what I was going to ask. I don't know who that is. He's a rapper. He, he's, he's a rapper. Is he really like smart and stuff in real life? I don't know if he's... I, I, think, I, if I think he's supposed to be station. Like, well, he did say stations. Yeah. yeah. I was wondering why they didn't bring that back it's other than that one phrase. I think he was oh, supposed to be stationed. Sense. Yeah. I mean, this movie had a very, very, very limited budget. 
there was a lot of stuff that I've read that they wanted to do that they couldn't do because they couldn't afford it. Right. Because um, the Rufus role, they, they had a whole different plan for that, which I like how they did oh, it. I did like the little Where it was hologram. just kind of like a, a callback to him. And the actress who plays his daughter, her character's name, Kelly, is actually George Carlin's daughter's name. They use uh, her okay. name uh, as kind of a I love tribute her. to she's him. A, I, she's like, I love the lady who played uh, his daughter. I really, really, really like this movie. I thought... For a sequel to come out almost 30 years after the last movie, I felt like it did everything it needed to for me. I will say it's one of the better sequels that I've seen, but considering I don't know number one and number two, I can't really give an honest (laughs) opinion. So it's not really a sequel to you. It's a first draft (laughs) of a film. It's a (laughs) standalone. Yes. I just love it. These old guys. These old guys doing all these things that I don't understand. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, the first one... Besides Star Wars, it's probably the one movie I've probably watched the most. I used to have that movie on almost repeat, watching it all the time. Yeah, And I think a, a lot of this nostalgic of getting to finally see, because this was a sequel that was on again, off again for many, 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 many years for, you know, yeah, ever since Seattle Bogus kept saying No, because he was smart. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't need to be a part of that. But like... When Death came back, I found that really funny. That was funny. not the same actor, right? Yeah, it was same the same actor. actor. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, if, I didn't think it was because he looked younger, but he nailed the act. Like or, when they start going he off about that his... acting. <laughs> he nailed that acting. <laughs> when he starts, uh, they're going off on him about his solos and his 40-minute solo, and when he's like, I was in the groove. Like, I, just, yeah, that's I found it funny. funny. Even I now, I'm it like... so funny. Uh, yeah, I, I think I was just so checked out because I was just wasn't... I didn't feel like it was nostalgic at all. I because I I loved Bill and Ted's. I watched it. I was growing up all the time. I watched the cartoon, played the video game. I was like, eh. But I never needed this film though. I also think that Keanu is way. I think he. I just don't think he phoned in this role, and they both look painfully old. It was awkward to me. I was I like, mean, oh, they're, they are old, right? Yeah. But they didn't weren't playing old people. They were playing. People that didn't, they were trying to play younger than what they were. I wish they would have just played to be a little older. And then even... They looked bad. Even his, Ted's dad finally, finally, re, you know, yeah. realizes, you hey... a lot of resolve to this story, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't need any resolve to Bill and Ted's. I was like, I never I cared really about his dad. And, uh, was that the same actor that played his brother? Uh, that one, I don't know. It was the same actress that plays Missy. The same actor played his dad. No, at the beginning I liked. I liked the. I thought that was hilarious. That it's yeah, not that's probably the best joke of the film. That it and, wasn't and their you mom. said you didn't like the robot Dennis when the he robot was Dennis, like, I my didn't name get. is Dennis. I didn't get it. Yeah, I didn't. I was like, what? He was real this weird. Like, it's totally his demeanor. Yeah, that's why it was funny. He, it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> his like whole demeanor changed the moment he opened his mouth like his body language like he would be silent and yeah. like stoic but then his body language would change the moment he opened his mouth which is just not a good character development it just doesn't make sense so that's why i feel like they must have cut it out of time because the narrative like the narrative of the wives you're right did not exist it didn't make sense there wasn't one the narrative of and the it, robot it, doesn't make sense and the narrative of the robot didn't make sense but the person who I mean, the, the robot was go- sent to kill them 
well, what I mean, more we narrative get that, do you want? But it's right, character but you development never doesn't make saw sense. A real like, oh, why did he change? Oh, he just did because because the because, they, because the robot right, got beat I up. I get that they explained it all to us. I, I, but you don't, I don't know this, what more you want. Right, but it all happened through exposition and explaining, not through the narrative us. of the film. Yeah, exactly. Um, the same with the wives. Like, so there. That was the biggest part. The biggest part of the film was, oh our wives don't love us anymore because we haven't been treating them right. And so to see what they got to experience to come to this full circle that the wives did, we never got to see. We just assumed because they told us. No, no. They, they were more of a plot point of right, but they the were, wives left. But oh, that we was have the to... main plot of the film for at least the beginning for a while. Oh, we're going to lose our daughters. We're going to lose our wives. That's why they were doing it. It wasn't because they wanted to really do this song. They didn't want to lose their daughters. They didn't want to lose their wives. So every future they went to, it was about, hey, our lives have been miserable because we lost our daughters and we lost our wives. And then they just wrapped that up. I was like, anyway, again, I just thought the narrative was boring. I was like, oh, because I thought that was cool. I was like, oh, that makes sense. They would probably be horrible husbands. Yeah. Also, the fact that they're super codependent on each other. I was like, oh, I guess this does make sense. They're really hitting home on that right now. I, I like the one in the therapy office when they couldn't when say they, I. They couldn't yeah. Say when they we. couldn't say I love you. When they started doing that, I was like, this is going to take a really weird turn. And then they just never went back to that. The fact that they're super enmeshed. And I was like, there are so many things that they, I guess I didn't like it as much as I did. I thought I, thought I did. Because it, there were just so many things like that. Like, it doesn't make sense. Why would they start with like this super important narrative around codependence and then just never come back to it and then have these wives be super unhappy but never come back to it and magically they're fine that we're happiest in this one with you where you guys are codependent on each other and we are like a polyamorous right. and family they said i love you at the end they, right. they were able to Again, say it though they but just, how? Just saw that I, we, we don't understand like how, what made them and develop one that. thing if they didn't keep showing us they showed us on several occasions the wives getting in and out of time frames Mm. But they never, we didn't know what they experienced or how they experienced or what they saw or who they talked to. Or it's not their story. This is Bill and Ted. Well, then why add that element the to the film? Because it's a plot point to push Bill and Ted forward. We're going to lose our wives, so we need to... I think they just could have done a good job of telling the story. It was a pretty bad story. I thought they did a fine <laughs> job telling the story <laughs> and bringing these characters Brad's back like, after it was 30 fine. years. Oh, see, I guess that's another thing. Is I just didn't think that these characters were back. I'm like, yeah, this is certainly not Bill and Ted. Although I would have said that's probably Bill. Keanu just did not give me a Ted. And I don't think he wanted to. I think he was probably forced he to He looked very uh, not into it. Yeah. You know what I'm doing, John Wick, and that's doing really well. <laughs> I don't need this. Did did you uh, did you watch through the credits for the end scene? Yes. No. At the end of the credits, there w- when they're really really old, and they they both get up and they jam on the guitars one last time. Oh, that's as cute. W- the super old Bill and Ted, and then they die. Well, they didn't die oh. at that cool. moment, but oh, I think that was a way of saying we're not making any more. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you heard it here. Split decisions. Yeah, uh, my guess is most people are gonna r- agree with you, Brad, because that's what I've heard from a few people that they like. Oh man, I thought it was really good, like bad. They all thought it was bad, but good, which is what I yeah, thought. The, it would the, be. Re- the reviews overall for it have been really good. People have loved the movie. I think it's just COVID, and people need to love something. I went with Magic Camp. I loved that one. It made me cry at the end, like twice. <laughs> I don't know. I, Brad doesn't like that we don't like this movie. I know. <laughs> I mean, it's fine that you don't like it. I was shocked that Justin hated it as, I as much as he so did. I, it sounds like I hate it more. I just was like, I'll, I was very disinterested. It was very bored. 
And I was like, I, I won't ever watch this again. And I've watched it twice, and I will probably watch it again. I'm, I'm not shocked, though. I cannot believe that. You two are very much like that, though. Movies that Justin loves, Brad will never watch again. And then movies that Brad loves, Justin will never watch again. Yeah. And when I love them, I watch them like five, 45 six times, times in a week. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. How many times have you seen uh, Colorado, Colorado Space? Space? <laughs> Seven? Oh, Jeez. My God. I couldn't even make it through one. <laughs> Ooh, that would be so hard to watch. But no, my theory was music, that most people like music more. And this is, it was a very music driven thing. Yeah. I feel like everything had to do with music. Even the death stuff that you were laughing at was like music jokes. Yeah. Which I don't think Well, are funny. yeah, because they made, instead of making their daughters really like, we want to be musicians, they were just into the music and yeah. they knew like, every little piece of music through however long like i liked that they are the ones that brought everybody together like they were kind of like the producers of the song but we had to we had to figure everybody out because they they didn't play the music but they know what pieces needed to go together yeah i will say let us know what you thought of bill and ted face the music do you agree with justin Moore, the cinnamine she was kind of in the middle or me. I think we we had, you know, three I think I'll three always, sides here. I don't think I'll ever consider it a trilogy. There's two of them. <laughs> oh, and then there's it's like Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Uh, that's not really one. <laughs> I love that. I don't don't, don't get me started there because that Did is Did you like the Crystal Skull? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, dude, are you serious? <laughs> when they took everything they've built from all the Indiana Jones movies and trashed it in the end. It is the third best Indiana Jones movie ever. It is the the third best. So yeah. It is better it than Temple of place. Doom. So you'll put it in almost last place. That's well, not great. There's four movies. Right. Last Crusade, nothing nothing is gonna reach. Yes, last Crusade that, is the best the one best out of the entire one. series. And then Raiders of Lost Raiders Ark. Raiders of Lost Ark. My only disagreement is I would switch those last two. <laughs> okay, guys, guys, focus. Let's move on to at home recommendations. Cinemaiden, how many do you have any at homes for this week? I do not. <laughs> that was <laughs> the best build up ever. <laughs> I would say that you should watch on Netflix Cobra Kai season one and two. Yeah, both seasons. Although the the second season ended quite dark. Uh quite dark. I didn't Because Netflix is supposed to have the third season. That's why they have it now. Soon. I hope so. I don't know how soon because um, I don't know where filming and everything before COVID. I think I talked it about set up. it last year or whatever. Cobra Kai first came out two years ago, but it like they did an awesome job of keeping the fun with like, oh, there's something new. I like it. Don't they kind of flip the story a little bit? Well, that, I think you kind of see how they're both the same. They're both kind of bad dads. They're both struggling with their life. And then my other one is Magic Camp. It's a 2020 movie. Uh, with Gillian Anderson, and it's a good family film. If you just want to watch a movie with the kids, where kids go to magic camp, not like Harry Potter, but more like David Blaine, and learn magic. It's on Disney+. Plus. I guess I have to change my stance and say I do like horror films, because I loved The Babysitter. I know it's not really horror. Yeah, I'm glad you watched it. it was I gave it the, three and a half stars. It was really good. The sequel comes out really soon on Netflix. I'm, I watched the trailer for it just released and it looks it looks super fun the sequel well i only have really one big one this week we've been watching muppets now on disney plus i watched episode one 
we're having fun with it. The boys really, really like it. And my wife and I are, are enjoying it. We kind of like how they're doing it. We love chef's little segments. Oh, yes. <laughs> the one with Danny. You've only watched first episode. I've seen the first episode. Episode two, he cooks with Danny Trejo. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, really it funny. Really, really funny. Is that their attempt to bring back the Muppet Show? Yes. I mean, so far, they're doing a good job. The only other thing I'm going to suggest, if you have HBO Max, you can watch all the Leprechaun movies. I'll be doing a bonus episode soon on that series, so you can uh, be ready for it. So that does it for another episode of The Cinema Guys. We'll be back in a couple weeks with a new episode. Make sure you subscribe, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. But we'll be back soon with a new episode. Until next time, maybe we will see you at the movies. That was Margot Robbie, right? No, it's Samara Weaving. Are you kidding me? No, it was Samara Weaving. <laughs> so, oh, my God. So you have a, a hard time <laughs> telling Samara Weaving and Margot Robbie apart. I do. Oh, my gosh. That one was... <laughs> yes. <laughs>